everybody. This is Linda Ray right here on Main Street in Rochester, and I have a special guest. I'd like you to help me welcome, and that's Dan Elsie, the uh, co-president uh, of Real Estate One. Hi, Dan. Hey, Linda. How are you doing? I'm doing really great. It's Monday, Monday. How about that? It is, it is. And it's yeah. been a fabulous weekend, really a good sales weekend. So what I'd like us to talk about, your expertise and that glass ball that you carry around for us is to know what the heck's going on in the market today. And uh, typically, uh, we all know the interest rates have gone up some, but um, are we headed for a recession? And what does that mean to the housing market? Should we buy or sell? Well, I, usually, uh, first of all, there's there's uh, the economy seem to be split between whether something will come or won't come. And, and I think whether it does or doesn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it is what it's going to, it is what it is. I think to someone looking to buy or sell right now, the reality is, is that if you are buying or selling, you're buying and selling in that market, the same market, whether it's an up market or down market. So the the impact on buyers or sellers is a lot less than people think. They worry a lot about that. Am I buying a house at peak and when I sell it, will, it be, uh, will the values drop? And uh, we, we don't think that's the case. We think that for the most part that, that um, uh, this, if there is a recession or economic slowdown, it'll look like most other ones in history. And in those cases, home values didn't decline. If they did, they declined very slightly. Um, and certainly sales may slow down and inventories might rise. So someone looking for a home might actually enjoy <laughs> the fact that there's an economic yeah. slowdown. They'll actually houses that they can, there'll be more to choose from. So in many ways, a economic slowdown will benefit particularly home buyers, not that they're going to find bargains because we don't anticipate values dropping Um but they will find more homes to choose from. And uh, and actually, from our standpoint in the industry, a cooling down of the housing market is not a bad thing. Values, imp- uh, appreciation going year over year, 10% or so, is not healthy in the long run. It makes it makes homes unaffordable. So so this isn't a bad thing going on right now. This selling the market is, is uh, in a strange way, it's good for sellers and buyers. Oh, I think so, too. Um, we did have a lot of successful open houses yesterday, so we saw the traffic was still good. I know you like that feedback, and it did sell, by the way. But um, uh, I do think the slowdown is appreciated by all agents as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gives yeah, people pace of sales. Yeah, it's yeah. been pretty exhausting. It is. Uh, getting 14 offers on the same house and always going to get give it to one and 13 isn't going to be unhappy and those kinds of things. So I think it'll give everybody a little bit more of a chance to think through what their decisions are making on a house and uh, get back to a little normal. And that's not bad, is it? No, no, it's healthy. It's healthy. It is healthy. So what are you seeing across the board in the last month for real estate one sales? Do you see any decline at all? Um, We have the market in general is about, 10% 10% in terms of home sales, about 10%, eight, depending on where you are geographically, 8 to 10% slower than the same time last year. And some of that is interest rates rising and slowing down demand. But still, most of that is the fact that there aren't many homes on the market. So particularly if you're selling under a half million or under 400, there just aren't many to choose from. So that's if there aren't a lot of homes available to choose from, then sales tend to slow down a little bit. So so now 
a market that is off 10% from last year is still a very good real estate market. Yes. Um, so it, it, we're, we're going from peak, you know, near record numbers to something that's still very strong. So there still are more buyers than there are available homes for sale. Uh, so this slowdown might have moved from, as you said earlier, Linda, might have moved from, from six or seven offers on a listing to four or five. Mm-hmm. But it's still a very strong market. So. We're still seeing, a, and I'm I'm hoping that you'll agree with this. Are you still seeing a huge uh, movement? I know we just listed a couple of log homes up north. I know oh. you mentioned Traverse City before was hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Uh, that had a lot to do with the COVID change and the change of our jobs, etc. But are you still seeing that happen? And also, I am seeing a lot of people that are actually even moving out of state, retiring, and those people enjoying the price value of their home right now. Do you see that across the company board? We are. We are. Uh, Southeast Michigan is, although not really declining in population, it's not necessarily growing. Therefore, the beneficiaries of that is people moving out of Southeast Michigan. They're moving north and they're moving south. Mm-hmm. So we are still seeing that. Now, the the frenzy that went on in in 2020 and first half of 2021 in Northern Michigan, where it seemed like everyone from California and, and Arizona were coming to Northern Michigan to buy a home that's settled down, but it's still a very, very active market. People are still moving for lifestyle. And, and now that we've gotten into our third year now of, of COVID people are adjusting and realizing a more permanence to their new lifestyle. So we're still getting that steady flow of people moving across the country. Um, we see it more directly in Northern Michigan, but our Florida friends see it as well. I know you see it, Linda, when you talk to your um, contacts um, in Arizona, Florida, and other markets. So it's it's still a very fluid uh, real estate market for, for buyers and sellers. It yeah. is. And uh, I just think it's going to be a fabulous year. I'm going to hopefully enjoy this immensely as it uh, we get a little better handle on it, but I do still see that there is such an importance if you're going to buy a house to buy it now rather than later in the new construction site. Let's touch on that. The prices are soaring on the wood, et cetera, and et cetera. So prices are going to go up. And even though if the interest rates are up a little bit, you still could purchase at today's price and also then refi at a later date when their interest rates adjust again, right? Of course, that's that's the, that's a very good point, Linda. That's what people forget is they worry about. My gosh, I'm buying a house at five and a half percent interest rate, and it was it was three uh, percent six months ago. But you're right. Uh, interest rates only two from a home. If you buy now, only two things happen: either interest rates go up, and thank goodness you got in at five and a quarter or five and a half, or they go down and you refinance. You take advantage of it. So there there is really no downside even when interest rates are rising like this to buy now and take advantage of, of either capping your payments where they are now or in the future, getting them lower with a refi. So yes. Mm-hmm. And, and values are not going to be lower in the future. Now, maybe they might flatten out for a while, but they're not really going to be lower. Uh, and if the economy does slow down and you're looking for a new home, the first people that react to a slower economy are builders. They stop building. So if you want uh, a new construction, now's the time to look for them because odds are that where the the resale home might be more plentiful in a market slowdown, new construction will be less plentiful. So new home buyers will actually 
be the ones squeezed the most when the economy slows down. And another point that I'd like to talk about to the public, too, is so much that's happened since COVID, not only that uh, it was a bad thing on one hand and a good thing on another. I think it's changed the course of everyone's thinking. And I know I had one come through my open house on Saturday who was moving here from Florida. And they said, oh, you're moving here from Florida. So what it was is and is is a lot of people are moving closer to family. Yes. They're closer to family because they can create the job and work the job right from uh, their their home office. So people are coming and going for various reasons of all kinds. They're moving out further where now they can enjoy that land and maybe have a barn for all their toys and so forth and uh, still keep the job because they don't have to commute. So uh, I I would like to see if there's anything else you'd th- like to throw in here, uh, Dan, too, to help the people so that they uh, understand recession and they understand that we may not have one. And yet uh, homeowners need to uh, to know about these things. They just need to know that it's still a good time to buy. Well, first of all, when you buy a home, the, the main reason you buy a home is for lifestyle. Yes. It's, it's a set of lifestyle. And there's a there's certainly is an economic element to it. And it's more, certainly more of an economic element than there might be to a car or to other large purchases but it's still lifestyle first. And the beauty of our country and our economy is that uh, is that you can finance your way out as, as rates go down and improve that over time. So you don't have to worry so much about interest rates in your decision. Um, and home values over time do rise. Uh, there's been a couple of times in our history where rates have taken a while, values have taken a while to rise up. But uh, the long-term history is that particularly when you're in a home for seven to 10 years on average, some people 20 years, but even the seven to 10 average in that time span over history, home values have, have risen. So if you can kind of set aside when you're looking for a home, set aside the economic thing and don't get so worried about that. History has shown, and you, you sort of have to play the odds, but history has shown overwhelming odds are that a home is a safe investment for what you're putting into it. So set that aside and just mm-hmm. look for the right home, the right circumstances, the right lifestyle, and focus on that primarily. One of the other things I like to talk to about is parents and grandparents. One of the best things you can do for children yes. today, I call everybody a child. So uh, the young adults who put it that way is to get them started in a house. And there's some great first time buyer programs out there. Uh, we did talk to our famous Joe Beagleman about that, and uh, he did explain to the public some of the different ways they can do that. But if you're going to gift your children for the year, Christmas, birthdays, whatever, maybe you stack it all up together and help them get on their feet and get that first time buyer home out there. That was a huge, huge difference in their life, isn't it? Great idea, Linda. That is, and we're seeing that actually quite a bit. A lot of the cash purchases that we're seeing now are high down payment, are our family assistance doing that. And it's a great way if, if you're planning on some level of, of uh, inheritance or gifting over time, don't wait. Uh, do it now and let your kids start building equity, start building their net worth and their wealth um, right away. So it's a great idea. Very longevity for them as far as a gift goes that keeps on giving. I know we also talked about parents just making an extra payment once a year for their children on their uh, principal and interest of their home. Maybe they already occupy. 
that's that's huge. And these are things that maybe we always think about what do we do for our children for gifts? They've got almost everything. So those are some kind of keynotes. One other, I know that you've talked to our new member, Bert Koppel, which is a, a vet, uh, an, an ex-vet, and he's actually working with the veterans today. Mm-hmm. And he wants to make sure that everybody has a, an equal chance to get a home out there. And I know it's sometimes it's a it's a little different story with a, a VA loan, but I would like to see how we can also help people to understand that they can help the vets and also uh, take their offers and still get through the interest or the uh, the uh, rate of what they can spend now is is really climbed. Did you want to talk about that at all? Uh, it's there is a great opportunity, and and as a seller. Um, the process for F- for VA and FHA loans is so much more efficient than, uh, than it ever has been in the past. So, so sellers shouldn't um, worry so much about, do I take an FHA or a VA loan because it's going to be a longer process than a conventional loan? That's not really the case. Um, they're much more efficient. A good loan officer can get those through. And and y- yes, you are benefiting someone who uh, who has served uh, our country um, on the on the VA side, but uh, in many cases you're getting someone who who wouldn't normally be able to afford a home into a home. So it's um, it, yeah, it's it's not just selling your home, but it's but it's helping uh, helping a family wouldn't normally be able to uh, to get into a home. So I know my first home was an FHA loan, and it probably wouldn't be able to get into the home without it. So. Well, that's going back, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, one of the other subjects let's talk on just a little bit, too, is real estate one in general. You have a Southfield office out there. I believe that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, been there a few times. And um, that's always an advantage to your agents. We did discuss that once before. You want to touch on that just a tad bit? Yeah, our, our network has been useful to us. Uh, we see actually we see that with builders a lot, uh, but with homeowners in general, since we have a, a large footprint, you know, every business uses sort of what what they have as what's their their advantage, and our footprint has been that for us because uh, wherever you have a buyer that's coming from to from Rochester to Shelby, we have a strong market share in both of those. So so we're attracting the buyers for your home through our network of offices. So we're able to bring buyers to our sellers and able to show buyers our upcoming listings from that side. So it's by having a a large network, we're able to service both sides, buyers and sellers, probably better than than most brokers that just they just don't have that they're they're a in one market or two markets so it's been a been a big advantage for a lot of years our our house hop program is another example of that where we're able to take our size and our footprint and be able to help facilitate people who need to buy and sell before they buy because we'll we'll purchase their home for them if they want security to know that their home is purchased We'll do that, and we'll also make sure that um, guarantee their financing so that when they're purchasing their next home, they can compete with cash offers. And uh, so we're able to to set up our clients in a position where they're probably they're able to compete, have more peace of mind, and compete better in the marketplace for the home that they want. And that's that's um, one thing that um, that's unique to us in in Michigan. And um, 
um, and I think it it'll make a big difference for their clients. It is because most central offices are in another state versus inside <laughs> the same state, and it's that's true. Kinda, that's true. Yeah. We're, we're we're rare in that we're we're all here. We're Michigan. We're born and raised, and this is this is where we started and where we are. So yes, that's. Uh, very, and to have that size is unique to do that across very, the country. Very accessible to get to the people that you need. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you get Including your arms the president. <laughs> of who you need to get to fast. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more also about um, the relocation department, Dan, that we aren't just uh, Michigan to Michigan. We also can reach out of the states. And I think that's more important than ever today. With as you mentioned earlier, with with the mobility that's occurring uh, across the country, and uh, uh, and it is, it is it, every demographic, every age group is moving for all those different reasons, family and jobs. So so we're seeing an uptick in that activity, and to have a network, our our network across the country, leading real estate companies of the world are the are the biggest brokers across the country in the key markets where people are moving to. So. So we're able to um, to help people. And the, the great thing about that network and we do is that um, our success rate, when someone provides us a lead, provides your team a lead, and you refer them out into the marketplace, uh, the odds that that client will actually successfully find a sale are about three times higher than any other network across the country, any other broker network, because they're typically brokers that are specialists in that given geographic area, mm-hmm. were that of course in Michigan, so they know how to help the client make sure they find the right home and and consummate a sale. So it's a very strong network, and uh, it it really when our clients are moving across the country, we have a process that we can ensure them the most li- highest likelihood of success. And that really helps your agents as well. How about new offices? What have you opened up lately? Well, we have a, we have a new office in Sterling Heights. We have expanded office in Port Huron. We acquired a great little broker, Bauer uh, Reno in Port Huron, and we folded our office there into that office. So those are our two latest. And we have a new uh, new firm. It was, uh, we may have spoken about this last time, but on Grozeal, um, the big broker on Grozeal, little Grozeal is now part of our family, MBA Realty. So yeah, so those are the three latest, but we probably have a few more in the works as well by the end of the year. So our foot keeps, footprint keeps growing and having fun. But yeah, having fun. That's your that's your portion of the job, isn't it? Although you have a little bit of everything. But well, Dan, it's been really fun talking with you as always. Um, this is my 30th year with Real Estate One Folks. Oh, congratulations. Isn't it amazing? And ama- yeah. I'm, I don't know how. I must have started when I was 15. I don't know. You did. But um, <laughs> yes, it's been a long history, hasn't it, Dan? It has. Congratulations. It has. We've seen a lot of changes throughout the year, and we've adapted, though. That's what's so good. It's it is fun. It's it's a fun challenge to see each step of the way, what changes, and what you can do to stay ahead of it and make sure your clients are taken care of. So we thank you for that, Dan, and all of the years that you've put into us and. Um, I'm going to sign off and tell the people to get those houses ready. We are ready to do that. We even have a free stager for you and not a stager that we typically talk about. It's a stager who actually comes in. Uh, we're going to put you uh, put her up there for an hour just to go through the series of what how to get started and what to do first. 
And it's really important because people are very busy today. So if you're thinking about making a move, just call us at 248-709-3786. We would be so glad to hear from you. And uh, watch our uh, our uh, uh, website and our social media out there because we got some wonderful things coming for the summer of lots of fun for the family. See you later. Bye. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Linda. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye.